0: All right, Hope students, welcome back once again. Today, we're at it with Abby. Abby, you can just yell, what's up? What's up? She just yelled, what's up? So, Abby, uh, this question may catch you off guard, and that's the plan. But you've been to Richmond a lot. You have family in Richmond. You've been here all summer. What is your favorite restaurant in Richmond?
1: Well, Chris, that's a great question. Does it have to be, like, a restaurant or can it be, like, a donut place? Both. (laughs) Okay. So my fave donut place is Sugar Shack. And, y'all, you got to go on Facebook and look up how you get the free donut every day. Like, that's the key grip with Sugar Shack. Um, And my favorite restaurant is probably the Fancy Biscuit. And you get the goat cheese biscuit, and it's real yummy.
0: Are you just saying that because it's right next to Shindig's?
1: No, that's just a bonus added feature to it.
0: Preach. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Abby, go ahead and uh, take it away.
1: Okay. So um, I talked about defining moments and what those look like in life. And as I was thinking about this idea of what a defining moment is, I was reminded of a story about my little brother. His name is Caleb, and he's about two years younger than me. And I think at this time he was like four-ish, and so that made me like six. And we had a two-story like story, uh, bathroom window. In our house, and it was little, and you could like stand on the toilet and like peep out to the backyard um, through the window. And one day, my friend Alyssa and I are playing. We probably told Caleb he couldn't play with us um, because that's just the way that we are. And we're like walking up the stairs, and we like look over through the bathroom. It was like a really long bathroom, and my little brother is diving headfirst outside the bathroom window with his like feet dangling it was really crazy he just wanted to like see if he could fly or something um so we grabbed him and like pulled him up and in that moment I made this realization that I probably will always be the person who grabs Caleb's feet And he will always be doing crazy things, and I will always have to save him. And that kind of defined the way that our relationship has been kind of from that point on. Um, And sometimes that can be a really great thing. Uh, Other times, not so great. Sometimes it's kind of tiring to be his savior. Um, But I love him, and it's just kind of a funny story that defines the way that we were as kids. So again, as I was thinking about defining moments, I looked up the definition And according to Google, it means an event that typifies or determines all subsequent related occurrences, which is like a really fancy definition, but basically means uh, something that happens that shifts the way that you think about the rest of life. And there's a lot of people in the Bible who've had defining moments and defining encounters with Jesus. But the person I want to talk about today, his name is Joseph. And if you're not familiar with Joseph, um, he was sold by his brothers into slavery, and then he worked for a man, and then he ended up in jail. Uh, Then he's able to to interpret these dreams and kind of is brought in front of Pharaoh, and through um, God's grace ends up becoming Pharaoh's right-hand man. Um, And years go by, and his brothers, there's a famine in the land, and his brothers come uh, to speak to this Pharaoh's right-hand man about getting grain, and it ends up being Joseph and they don't recognize him and eventually some things happen and he then reveals himself to his brothers as Joseph. And so it talks about Joseph is talking to his brothers in Genesis 50:20 and he is saying as for you you meant evil against me but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. And those verse makes me think about the idea that God will use all situations in life but you've got to let him in. You, your flesh has to move out of the way. We like to hold on to tight situations with our fists clenched around them in hard situations. And we don't like to release that control. But what God wants us to do is to open our hands and release um, those difficult situations to him and so that he can use it in our life for good. Um, there was a moment in my life uh, where this had to happen for me. I grew up in a divorced family with a chronically ill parent uh, with a crazy little brother, and life got really hard. And uh, the summer before my sophomore year, I got mono and um, kind of realized what was happening in my life and my family and home life was not good, and I made this decision uh, to move out at 16. And just some stuff happened. I ended up having to stay for a few months and I hit a point in February where I no longer wanted to live and I called my grandma and she came and got me and within 24 hours I was moved to a new state with all new people and a new home with new parent figures Um, and that was a really scary time for me but it was a defining moment. I learned to let God into that situation, and he helped shape my life, shape my life, and I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that moment. Another point is to not discredit defining moments. They can be really small. It could be as simple as going to youth group after months of not going, or it can be as simple as just saying a prayer to God and asking him to help you in a situation You could just open your Bible and read a verse, and it could shift and change your entire life. In Revelations 3, Jesus is talking, and he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and eat with him and he with me. This word knock in the original Greek actually means knocking. It means Jesus is continuously knocking at the door of our life. He's wanting to come in. He wants us to answer that knock. And he won't just knock once and walk away. He'll continue to knock until we hear his voice. And when we open the door, he's going to come into our lives. And this idea of eating with someone back in Jesus' time um, would be a really close relationship. It would mean that you're really close and you have this intimate relationship and friendship. And that's what Jesus wants with us. And he doesn't only want us to just sit with him and he be above us in this. He's also with us in this moment, in this relationship. And that's what he wants from us. He wants that so he can use these defining moments to change us. My challenge is for you to think about what defining moments might look like in your life and if you've let God move into them to use them. So that's my challenge just to be thinking about that.
0: Awesome, Abby. Thank you so much. Uh, Again, this is... uh kind of pointing back to the question today of where would you eat? You know, Jesus asked us to the table, where would you take some people? Uh, And uh, just about those defining moments, you've had a lot of defining moments in your life and you've handled them really well. And so I think you have more than enough ability to speak on it. And so uh, it's just cool that you're sharing that and sharing how you got through it and what other people can do. So, um, Yeah, I just appreciate your talk and hope those words stick uh, to some of those students. But that, I believe, uh, is it for this podcast. And so Hope students, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you again. Bye! (laughs)